Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, new sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, how are you? Welcome to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT along with the usual crew of suspects around the studio here. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way nature intended for uh, supporting Grilling at the Green as usual. And also the folks down at Ben Hogan Golf, home of the Ben Hogan Demo Program. No risk or obligation. Just check them out online at Ben Hogan dot um, com go figure well you've heard me talk about it the last few weeks on the show we've got the refit charity tournament coming up here in portland at columbia edgewater on june 20th and i've got the tournament director here that's kind of a ominous title sometimes for people but <laughs> we've got dave hallen with us today dave how are you good good um first of all did you raise your hand to do this or did you get kind of cornered into doing it uh, I think it was kind of a uh, combination. I do a tournament for National Remodelers Association every year. I think by default, I ended up with this one also. Is that what you do for a living, David? No, no, I'm in construction. Ah, I see. I do, I I do this for enjoyment and to uh, take some of the stress off. Well, this is the first year of the refit uh, tournament. Um, and, you know, truth be told, I'm helping you out a bit with it, and that's fine. Uh, I always like doing these things. First, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about refit.org. Um, it's charity, of course, a 501c3. How did you get involved with it? And then how did the, the this particular benefit tournament come into being? I started with Refit about 12 years ago um, on the projects committee. Uh, we do um, anybody that owns their own house and wants to stay in their house and becomes uh, handicapped or, you know, in, as long as they can remain in their house um, by modifications done to the house, then we will provide a wheelchair ramp or widen doorways or do an ADA bathroom um, so that they can stay in the house that they're in. Again, the only criteria is that they meet a certain income level and they own their house or they're, you know, buying their house. Sure. It can't be a rental. So I, I started on the projects committee about 12 years ago and got really involved. We did a uh, company I was with. We did two projects, sometimes three a year. And then I got more involved as board president for one year when the pandemic started uh, for two years. I guess two years I was board president. I'm past president this year, but it's you know there's a it's a group of good-hearted uh, people that are involved in refit. Um, 
there's a lot of satisfaction when we're done with a project to look and see what you did, look at the fate, you know, the, the look at their faces and see how much stress you've taken off their life. I mean, one of the ramps we did, they, uh, the gentleman that lived in the house with his wife, he had to go have dialysis twice a week and they literally had a pallet for a ramp. Oh, and, uh, you know, pallet with holes in it. And that's how they got him in and out of the house to the, courier service or the, the limousine service that would pick him up and so we put in a ramp i think there was eight of us they left at eight o'clock in the morning and came home at four and we were done and gone uh handrails ramp the whole thing wow is it is all the materials and the labor free to whoever you you know gets selected to have this done for yes it is it, it's it's no cost to the um, recipient. Um, refit sometimes ends up with you know paying for the material. The laborers almost always volunteer, um, as well as a lot of the other things that are associated with the project. Wow, that's very cool, David. That is that is very cool. So let's talk about the golf tournament because this is a golf show. Um. You're going to have it out at Columbia Edgewater on June 20th. I'm going to be there with my Motley crew to support you. And uh, you're, I believe you told me you're a member out there at Columbia. Yes, I am. How long have you been a member out there? About 10 years. So I remember here, I'll tell you a little backstory about Columbia. When I was a kid, and that's a long time ago. Uh, I had a friend that lived out on Marine Drive or his grandparents lived on Marine Drive and they belonged to Columbia and they would drop us off. They did this a couple times and we would play and they had a pool and stuff there, as you know. Then I think the, 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 the head pro or the general manager or somebody called over to the house. And then I noticed we got relegated out to the uh, Portland Meadows racetrack. They had a little nine horse court, nine hole course in the middle of the racetrack. I noticed we didn't get invited back to Columbia Edgewater after that. We got pushed out to the racetrack. So um, I, I honestly, I don't remember what we did or what we didn't do, but um, I do remember playing at uh, Portland Meadows a lot after that. So, uh, but we've, you know, anybody that's listened to this show for a while also knows that Columbia Edgewater is where they have the uh, LPGA tournament and they're coming back this year. That's a very cool thing. But back to the refit uh, charity tournament, what are the goals for, for this tournament? I know you want everybody to have fun and you want to raise some money. So uh, what all is the tournament going to hold for people? The, the tournaments, as you mentioned earlier, is it's the first year we've done this as a fundraiser. And what we're trying to do is kick off an event that we do annually as hopefully hoping to become one of our larger fundraisers. We also do a gala at Columbia Edgewater in the late summer, early fall each year, too, which has become a big fundraiser. So, yeah, we're hoping that uh, we're trying to trying to class it up a little bit. Um, there is, there aren't any, you know, strings. There's no mulligans. Um, we're going to be playing with the. Uh, everybody has to bring their handicap. It's going to be uh, 
it's going to be a great tournament. We have some great sponsors. Um, we're trying to make it a, a class event that people each year will draw more and, and more support. Um, I'm not sure this year what you know, what kind of revenue we're going to expect, but it's more about just getting something new started that we haven't done in the past and hope that it, it gains some momentum and carries on. You know, there's a lot of, of, of tournaments. I'm involved with several. All the ones I'm involved with benefit something. Um, you know, there, and there's tons of scrambles and tournaments that companies hold or organizations hold, you know, and I'm sure you've played in a ton of them over the years. I recommend that, <coughs> excuse me, that people play in them, not just to have fun, but to benefit whatever uh, the tournament is there for. I, like, I'm very big on scholarships and helping kids. Um, but when you guys sent me the information on this, I thought it was very cool to, to help people that the story you told about the, the family, the man and the wife, and the guy had to be on dialysis and, you know, like that, you probably took so much stress out of their life just for that simple thing. Um, that's, I mean, that's what these things are for, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, um, they really do benefit. So how's your golf game? My golf game is under work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting, are you getting to play a lot? Uh, not as much as I'd like to, but you know, the weather hasn't cooperated too well either. Right. Right. Well, um, yeah. You know, in a tournament like this, you don't have to have your A game, although it helps, but it, it's, I think it's more for fun and charity at that. How do you select the people that you're going to help? Um, they make an application to the executive director. Through that application, there's an assessment done of need and an assessment of qualification. And that's, again, done by uh, the executive director, Lori going out and looking at it. Um, and qualifying again as to the need and whether they fit the income bracket that, or the income requirements that we have. Sure. We're going to take a break here on Grilling at the Green. We're going to be back with Dave Hallinan. Hallen, excuse me, the golf tournament chair for the Refit Charity Tournament coming up June 20th. And there's still spots available if you'd like to play with it, play in that tournament. And that's out at Columbia Edgewater. But Dave and I will be back right after this. Hi, everybody. It's JT. And this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer, KSEY in Wichita Falls Gulf News Network and in sundry of other places around the uh, universe out there. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Grilling at the Green, same on Twitter. You can find us, you can stream us too here on AM860, The Answer, and through Golf News Net out there. If you'd like to email us, it's very simple. Just go to info at grillingatthegreen.net. That comes directly to me, and I'll be glad to answer any questions or respond to any comments um, that you might have. We're talking with Dave Howell. 
You got my, I'm all tongue tied today, Dave. It's Monday morning for me. So it's, I'm sorry about that. Dave Hallett from um, the golf tournament share for the refit charity golf tournament coming up June 20th out at Columbia Edgewater there. I got it all out. Now you've got a, one thing that's kind of interesting to me on this is you've got a one thirty shotgun start. A lot of these things I play and you know, they're off at seven forty-five or something. Why did you choose the afternoon? Uh, there's two reasons. Um, all the tournaments that we've done in the past or I've done in the past, we've done the afternoon start because it allows a lot of the participants to do whatever they got to do in the morning and then go out and relax and, you know, be able to end the day. Sure. Golfing, dinner, um, having a good time. Uh, the other reason is that Columbia Edgewater is not open on Monday morning. So it's, they're, they're closed on Monday until noon. Uh, there's no services there afternoon on Mondays, um, although there will be for this event. Um, one thing that Columbia doesn't do a lot of, they don't allow a lot of a tournaments because of the LPGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the LPGA not coming to Columbia last year, they opened it up a little more. So if this is successful, we're hoping that we'll be able to come back next year. But um, they literally only do five, six tournaments a year besides the LPGA. Well, I'm, I, I got to tell you, from a professional and a personal point of view, I'm really glad the LPGA came back there. I, uh, it's such a beautiful course. Um, people always enjoy themselves there. Nothing against Oregon Golf Club, but the hike up and down those hills was a little much for some people. And including this old fat guy sitting up behind this microphone um, with bad knees. And so, you know, it's Columbia Edgewater is just so nice and they're, they treat people so well out there. I think that's a, a great thing. Um, when you decide to put on a tournament like this, Dave, you've said you did some other tournaments like this. What's the first thing on your checklist to do? Uh, secure the venue. Yeah. And after that, um, start, start going after sponsors. Um, like I said, I do the Nary tournament every year and, and we just every year have a great tournament. We always have returning sponsors, um, returning participation. Uh, it's been sold out for several years now. Um, so yeah, on my checklist is, is support right after securing the, the venue. How many spots do you have open in the refit right now? Roughly. We're trying to keep this year to 120 players. So we probably have 40, the 40 openings, 40 plus. Yeah. We have quite a few sponsor. I mean, we have our main sponsors taken care of. Um, we've been lucky to get Mercedes, Northside Ford, Challen Hardware, um, you know, for the big sponsors. We still have a lot of whole sponsors that picked up one Friday from a, a gentleman that has a charter school program. Um, so, yeah, we're always, uh, always looking for more support. And again, since this is our first year at Columbia doing the refit charity tournament, um, you know, it's kind of like starting over. So for people that might be considering uh, whole sponsors, can they put up a, a canopy and give away swag? Or You see that in a lot of tournaments. They can, yeah. Once they pay for the whole, they can, uh, we encourage them to bring their own tent with hopefully their logos or their, the name of their company or organization on it. 
and they can give away swag. They can do whatever they want. I mean, uh, we already have the beverage sponsors just spoken for, fortunately. So the beer is already paid for. Um, thanks. <laughs> That's <laughs> important, Dave. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Standard TV is taking care of that along with CFM contract furnishing marks doing the beverage um, cart. So, yeah, we have the, the main stuff covered, um, but we could definitely use a little more support in the whole sponsors. Uh, it's good advertising. Um, it's not a lot of, I mean, you know, you're going to have 120 people golfing, um, hopefully, but it's, it's a good one-on-one, you know, you get to shake hands and talk to everybody when you come around to their hole. Right. Right. I always like the ones that have, you know, simple things, either like cigars and golf balls or <clears throat> baklava or something, you know, I've played in a lot of those. So, um, it is a good opportunity for people to shake hands, meet the golfers and, um, you know, chat them up a little bit that, yeah. that really works well, that works well to me in my world, that works better than just, you know, a sign on the wall somewhere, you know, that, that works better when you can shake hands and talk with a hundred, 120, 140 people throughout the day somebody's going to remember you out of that and probably come back and utilize your services or what have you. Um, I think that's one of the real benefits of getting involved in this. What's the, uh, we got a couple minutes left here before we got to go to break Dave, but what is the, uh, the biggest refit project that you guys have worked on? The largest ramp we've done was my first ramp and it was in North Portland. And so you have one inch of run for every inch of rise and his porch was 50 inches off the ground. So we had 50 feet of ramp. We had 25 feet out to a turn and 25 feet back. Um, The largest, largest cost uh, project was a uh, job in Gresham for a poor kid that was a senior in high school that, got an infection and took his legs from him. Wow. And we re, redid the access to the house in the back. We did, uh, we changed walls, made doorways bigger, uh, put in hard surface floors in his bedroom and hallway for his wheelchair. It was a very, very emotional because I've got four kids of my own. Um, so it was, it was a tough one. Tough yeah. One that happened to a kid that had so much, going for him and he's you know he's a fighter he's still doing great well good we're going to come back on grilling up the green with dave hallen in just a minute we're going to talk some more about the refit charity golf tournament tournament coming up on june 20th out at columbia edgewater please stay with us Hey, it's JT, and this part of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at BenHoganGolf.com. Welcome back here to Grilling at the Green on AM860, the Golf News Network, KSEY, 
WEEU back in Pennsylvania and a whole bunch of places around the country. I'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Again, beef the way nature intended. Uh, if you've never had Painted Hills Natural Beef, you can go to their website. They have a store locator on there, but you can also buy certain products directly from them. So check them out online at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Also, Ben Hogan Golf Tour Quality Clubs at factory direct prices. You can go to benhogangolf.com. Don't forget the emails to us. Uh, just info at grillingatthegreen.net or yeah, .net. How about that? We're talking with Dave Hallen today. He's the tournament director, chair officially titled there for the refit charity golf tournament coming up at Columbia Edgewater on June 20th. Uh, lots of fun stuff out there. And you start in the afternoon and there is dinner and awards uh, immediately afterwards. And uh, it sounds like a really fun time. When when you take on a job like this, and we've talked to a lot of tournament directors over the years on the show, Dave, because of not just my involvement, but tournaments across the country and stuff. Um, you know, they're usually done for a very good cause, a very good benefit, and that's all well and good. But what is the toughest part about being a tournament chair for you? I think the toughest part about the tournament chair is getting volunteers to help and um, maintaining the sponsorship, maintaining the commitment. A lot of people uh, think it's a great idea, but then, you know, to actually get their name on the dotted line and, and get, you know, a check from them for the participation of whether they're a sponsor or not. Mm -hmm. But you know, to have a really good tournament, you have to have a lot of volunteers to help. And, and in the past, I've had that. Um, and again, it, this is a first year in this one. Still yeah. in its infancy and uh, the cause is awesome. Uh, and the venue is awesome. You know, Columbia Edgewater is just a class, class organization. You know, I told you a little story up. Uh, at the beginning of the show about playing Columbia Edgewater. I also played it right after uh, the LPGA tournament a few years ago. They let us come in and play one day. Um, are the greens going to be as tough as they are right after the LPGA tournament? Because those greens were fast. <laughs> the greens are going to be as good as they always are. Uh, they have a, a new superintendent. Well, not new superintendent. He's, he's been there about three years now and He's made some changes out there that have just made the course even better than it used to be. The um, greens are going to be fast. Um, this is before the LPGA tournament, so right. the course won't be quite as beat up. But for people who have not golfed at Columbia Edgewater, their fairways are like a public course's greens. Mm -hmm. Their fairways are, are just unbelievable. Um, and then the, the way they're mowing everything now, as you approach the green, um, they're actually cutting the green a little shorter than they used to, which is making it even faster. But um, it's it's going to be fantastic, especially with all the rain we've had this year. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> well, the one thing I'm not sure people realize that if they go out to the LPGA tournament is the number one hole is actually the number 10 hole. If right. I've got if I've got that correct, but they kind of turn it around, and part of that is due to TV coverage and the way they can push, 
you know, player the groups through. And there's a lot of things that go into that, but that's not unusual either to go to a, um, uh, to a tournament and see that, the you know, one is nine and nine is 18 and so on and so forth. So you can do that. Um, when you get players to come in, what should they expect? I mean, you know, you're going to have fun, but what should they expect from the tournament? They should expect um, a class tournament. They should expect um, being able to play on one of the best horses in Portland. Um, the whole experience out there is is just fantastic. It's absolutely gorgeous. The course, is, as we talked about, is in fantastic shape. It's very playable. A lot of trees. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lots of trees. Lots of trees. Yeah. Just bring your little baby home light chainsaw on the bottom of your golf bag. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's like that. What about the parking? Oh, there's ample parking. They have a large parking lot, um, which is right when you drive in. Right. Uh, parking won't be a problem at all. Yeah. Because normally when the tournament's there, they have them parked down in the, the hay field down below, but they shuttle them, uh, the spectators up. So, but um Normally we used to get to park in that parking lot of media guys. And then um, I think the last time we were there, they wouldn't let us park there for some reason, because there was different people running the tournament. But anyway, I, I digress. I digress. When you're out there doing, you know, switch back to actually the benefits of this for people, when you're out there, working on it you told the story about working on the the ramps and the hallways and stuff for the young man who lost uh his legs there dave do all the people that donate their time and labor to that are there other contractors people obviously you know and have worked with over the years what are their thoughts when they walk into a house and say yeah we need to widen the door we need to make the ramp or do you guys all come to the same conclusion very quickly, or is that just part of the job order, so to speak? The, so people take turns. There, there's a core of contractors that have been involved as long as I have, um, probably eight, seven, eight, nine contractors that are just the best. I mean, they, they don't hesitate to give their time. And so they wrote, it, there's a rotation of going out and looking at a project. Um, it gets sketched up and then it goes back to project committee and it's a group of contractors that meet twice a month now and they go over the project, the vi how viable it is, um, if there's any potential problems, um, come up with kind of a guesstimate of what it's going to cost and um, then it, it gets assigned to somebody says, I'll take it on. Yeah. Do you guys end up writing checks out of your own pocket sometimes for materials? I think we all do that. I mean, you, 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 you can turn a receipt in for reimbursement, but I mean, the cause is such that it's, yeah. Yeah, I get it's it. Being, being on the board, we have financial obligations. We all have, you know, put a little money in each year toward baskets and all that kind of stuff. But right. It's and we all, you know, we all pay to go to the events. We aren't comped because we're the board members. We, you know, enjoy yeah. doing it. Well, I think that's very cool. And the other thing is, you don't get a lot of press 
um, you get some, but you don't get a lot for what you guys do over at refit. I think you should get more myself. You may not want it, but I think you should get more for all the good things you guys do. I mean, that's just my opinion and not this is the first time you and I've ever seen each other. We talked on the phone before, but I think something like this is um, very worthwhile to, to help people. Do you also help veterans? Are there some veterans overlap in these things? Yes, there is. Um, about four years ago, we got a, a $50,000 grant from Home Depot, and it was specifically had to be to help a veteran. So we did, I think, in 18 months, I think we did about 14 projects uh, for veterans. It was a little harder to find veterans that needed help than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be really easy, and it wasn't. Um, but we were able to use all the money to help veterans, and it was very, uh, very generous of Home Depot. Well, veterans tend to be a bit of an independent lot, you know, right off the bat, at least the ones that I grew up with and know. That's, um, I think they'd sometimes rather be drugged by a tractor than ask for help. But we all need, we all need help sometimes. Um, <clears throat> Your other guys that you work with, other contractors, do they are they all generals or are they specific, like electrical or plumbing or um, what type of background do they have? The guys who take the projects on to do them from start to finish are all all general contractors, and they could have just two or three man operation, or they could have twenty guys working for them. Yeah, um, it doesn't really matter. It's it's the it's the man himself that, that donates his time. We have a lot of subs that donate time. Uh, we have electrical. There's electricians that go out and donate their, you know, their labor and materials, uh, plumbers that do that, drywall, paint, um, tile. We had one guy going in and tile a whole bathroom for a you know, walk-in shower. We're going to take a break. Dave and I will be back. We're going to be talking more about the refit charity golf tournament coming up. And Bruce Furman will be coming up right after the break here on Grilling at the Green. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to here on, uh, on AM860, The Answer, and the Golf News Network and the other ones. Don't forget, you can find us on all the different platforms out there, everything from Captivate to Apple to Instagram to Twitter to Facebook. The list goes on and on and on. And speaking of some somebody or something that you can find almost anywhere, here's Bruce Furman with this week's golf tip. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langdon Farms Golf Club, and I'm going to talk a little bit about course management today. Uh, I do uh, playing lessons on the course, and playing lesson is mostly devo devoted to course management, not too much about mechanics of the swing. We do that more on the range. So when we when I go out with someone and and I watch them play for the first time, and if I tell them okay, you play this shot at this time, this shot at this time. I usually can save them a bunch of strokes without changing their game or not because just playing smart, knowing where the exit areas or the safe areas are, what shot to play when, you know, where to leave the golf ball when you're 
you're approaching a green, which we call uh, on the safe side or on the short side where the pin's close to that edge, you don't want to leave your ball there. So we learn how to do that. And then we learn all the different short game shots. Which short game shot should we, should we hit here? And certainly a person that learns different short game shots and has, has different shots to play, then they have different uh, uh, shots that they can hit and they, they don't have just one shot. So uh, sometimes a chip is the best shot. Sometimes a putt from off the green is the best shot. Usually the higher you go, the more dangerous it is. So if you try to go low, if that's your first option, you're going to be safer and save more strokes doing that. So next time, you know, you're struggling with your game. Think about getting a, a course management or a playing lesson from your pro. I hope that helps you. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. Folks, you can find out more about Bruce by going to the Langdon Farms website. Check on the instruction icon there. It'll have a little drop-down menu. You'll see a, a, a picture of Bruce and his hours and what he teaches and all that. I think there's even a rate card on there, so that's what you can do. We're talking with Dave Hallen here from Refit Charity. Uh, golf tournament coming up June 20th at um, Columbia Edgewater uh, Country Club out there on Marine Drive. Lots of parking, good space. If people want to find out more about the tournament, Dave, where do they go? How do they find it? Uh, they go to uh, refitportland.org, and it'll pop up immediately. It's, it's programmed, so right now that advertisement comes up when you type in the refit portland.org and you can just sign up right there online yes you can oh that's cool that's cool do you want to are you going to try to make this an annual thing if this first year is successful yes we have we are and we've already had some sponsors tell us that if it goes well this year that they'll join next year um some of the sponsors i have for nary um I've been really careful not to try to use Nary's sponsors for this one. Just right. I don't want, you know, any hard feelings, but you know, we've definitely had a couple of large sponsors say that we would do both next year if it goes well. Well, that's good. So here's a really important question. It's a little timely, but who are you picking this weekend in the PGA tournament? I haven't even, I'm in the middle of moving. I haven't had a chance. <laughs> Well, Tiger's playing and Phil's not, so that go yeah, from there. I, I was, uh, yeah, I watched a couple hours yesterday and, or listened to it a couple hours yesterday. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not. I, I wish them all luck. There's there's about 25 different people that can win any week right now. It's 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 fun to watch golf right now. Yeah, it kind of is. I've played that course back there, and it's tough. Um in, in the middle of summer, it's tougher. It's not the middle of summer right now, but I played it in August one year, so I can tell you it, it gets pretty hot. Well, Dave, I'm looking forward to continuing working with you on, on this, the refit uh, tournament coming up in June, on June 20th at Columbia Edgewater. Um, I think you've got something really good here, and I think we can uh, push it forward. At least yeah. I hope we can. Yeah, I hope so, too. I yeah. appreciate your help, Jeff. No, no worries. Um, we're going to be back next week with another edition of uh, Grilling at the Green. I think our old buddy, I'm, I'm not sure about this, but we're working on it. Jerry Foltz and Karen Stupples will be with us next week uh, if, 
if everything works out. The big Jer will be here. So that's always kind of fun. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. Dave's going to stick around for a few minutes for after hours. But until next week, enjoy your week. Enjoy the tournaments this weekend. Don't forget to check out uh, refitportland.org and sign up for the, the Refit Charity Tournament. Take care, everybody. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Tomorrow's gonna be better than today. Rolling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved. And remember, the key to lower scores, a pencil with an eraser. See you next week.